It is Tuesday, October 31st, and you are listening to the Tuesday Ketchup. <laughs> Presented by Grave Jay Productions, sponsored by the best brewery in the gosh darn world, Barrel 41 Brewing, out of Nina, Wisconsin, at 1132 South Commercial Street in Nina. Nate, hit that music, please. Give me pictures of Spider-Man! I don't know how to read. At that point, yeah. not without beer, you gotta come back with something. The sauce is the boss. <laughs> Put some fucking headphones in! You are listening to the Tuesday Catch-Up. <sighs> Welcome on into the Tuesday Catch-Up, everybody. It's uh, your favorite podcast every Tuesday when you're sitting, wherever you're sitting right now listening to it. We're happy to have you. Happy Halloween, everybody. Hope you celebrated hard this weekend and or you're taking your kids trick-or-treating today. Whatever whatever stage of life you're in. I think some of us are. It's both sides of the aisle, you know, regardless where we're at. But how was your, th- your Thanksgiving? How was your Halloween's, boys? Thanksgiving was great. Um, <laughs> you know, I the- gave out mashed potatoes to trick-or-treaters. <laughs> yeah. well, now one scoop, kids. One, <laughs> one, one handful. <laughs> please take one piece of cornbread off of my stuff. I like- mixed it with my good hand. Oh, gross. Oh, so they were the bowl of stuffing. Yeah. <laughs> With Harley's half pinky. Uh, <laughs> three quarters. Three quarters. Yeah. Halloween is uneventful this year. We're yeah. not handing out candy. Why? Because we're not dragging them towards the pedophiles. Did I dress up this weekend? No, I didn't. Wait, Matt. I, what? Is your neighborhood like pretty? Like, do you, do you check the register? Are you are you surrounded? Are you in a, are you in a blip in the radar? Dude, I'm not a blip on the radar. No, I know. I didn't ask you. <laughs> hey, whoa, a little defensive, are we? I meant, are you like, are you surrounded? Are you in a sea of dog, red? Dog. Dude, and candy would night. be l- yeah. bringing lambs to the slaughter. They, they literally, the first, the first year that we we did it, we were so excited, and it got like way too much candy. And they all turn at the half street, like halfway down our block, and just go the other way. Like, and we're standing outside uh, on our uh, like at the which end makes of you our look block. worse, by the way. Come on, kids, 100%. we got candy. 100%. And we're like, you know, after about an hour and a half of this, we just we're just like, you know what? This makes sense. We we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't drag oh, them over here. I thought that maybe you didn't know, and like you're like, oh, no, like you're ironically standing outside, like, come on, kids, like with all this candy, <laughs> not knowing you're just leading them into. Oh no, that there's like I I don't know the exact number, but in a mile radius, Anna did it, and I want to say it was over, uh, forty people. Holy over forty wow. shit, dude! Oh wait, she's yelling through the what was it? In a one mile radius, there's 109 pedophiles. That's Whoa. so much touching. That's dude, so much what? diddling, dude. That's fucking insane. What? There's five on our block, so we don't drag <laughs> them down here. Oh, that's Diddler City, man. Dude, and they have and they have samurai dead. swords. That's terrifying. Those guys aren't diddlers, but man, do they swing a sword, dude? You are in. You're behind enemy lines, dude. He lives in, in Gotham City. Yeah. No wonder, Matt. How are you going to sell your house when you want to go? The neighborhood's so charming. You go, yeah, they're great for kids. Like, why, so why, why do you think I'm starting the gentrification process? I was trying to figure out like how I could get rid of like some of the neighbors and just like like there's this. Uh, I won't even. I'm not even going to say. It. There's just weird fucking people always yelling on our street and shit. Yeah, and so I'm just like, how do I call the cops and get rid of them? Like, and there's got to be breaking. You, you, you can you, even if you get rid of them, 
and you like try and remake remodel their houses you gotta it's just not good buying an old pedophile's house because you have to pull yeah. up all the floorboards looking mm-hmm. for old hard drives well yeah, i don't want to do it nothing still in but there i'm in- inspiring other people because they have grants to to do it so if other investors come in Bada bam, bada bam. You gotta like burn the bad energy out of the house, not with sage, but with like mac and cheese scented candles. Like this is a yeah. mac and cheese and hot dog scented candle. It's like burn kid energy out of your house or something. Just like walk around like get out, <laughs> you bad spirits, get out of here. I will say though, it keeps it interesting. Like I was talking to Nate on the way home from the Y on Friday night, and the 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 neighbor with the samurai sword is out there with his brother and then our buddy too who's always he was smoking a heater outside <laughs> and uh i'm clearly on the phone and they go hey what are you doing good night and i was like i was like yep just coming back from the Y." he's like all right let's fucking go to the bar <laughs> that's like, oh okay. maybe, maybe like, they mistook you for a really big kid no they were like just <laughs> yeah for real that's two kids in a trench coat get them <laughs> What are those two kids doing riding each other's backs on the way up from the Y? Yeah, it was just wild. But yeah, so anyways, come to Oshkosh. It's great. I I got another idea for clearing kid energy from your house. Please. You set up a mini basketball hoop and have a slam dunk contest. Ooh. Just throw wicked slams. Do you know what we have? That's going to bring the kids in. You got to find something to dry the kids out. Just have a bunch of stepdads move in to the neighborhood. Just a bunch of there, I, did I ever tell you guys there? There might have been some spooky shit that went down in this house though, because when we moved in, there's uh like numbers above the in chalk above our front door, so it's like twenty something, and it's apparently like some um, I think it's like a Bible verse. It's a tally. It's a ta- it's a tally, <laughs> but it's it's like it links to a Bible verse or something, so it's got some spirituality there. And then our front porch, the ceiling of it is light blue. And our painter said that they used to, it's a New Orleans thing, and he used to paint it so that the spirits think it's the sky and go through there instead of through your front door into your house. I mean, that's nice that they protected the house. Right? They, but but that does mean that the person before that came, like the, when they bought it, they walked in and said, it was uh-oh. an old lady. She someone was a... someone got diddled here. That lady yeah. sniffed the air and went, there's bad. I think she might have just been a witch doctor and she got us enough time. That, like there's been zero crow. That's nice. That's because no, I've been I paying would... my monthly fee. I know. True. Thank you, brother. True. No crows yeah. for the bros. That's nice. Now, Matt, mm. did you, so on hearing this light blue painting thing, did you kind of have half a mind to say, when I was college pro painter, uh, <laughs> I should have told people what their house colors meant and just made it up. Yeah, yeah we went with the beige good. that uh, protects. Hold on, let me straighten <laughs> something out. Let me straighten it. I never was a part of College Pro Painters, but I did make fun of Keaton for joining College Pro Painters and then making me go door to door one day when I was super hungover. Dude, That's as close as I've gotten to it. College College Pro Painters, the, one of the best pyramid schemes, the best way <laughs> to, the best. to weaponize the young youth, the, the boys who didn't want to do the, the hey girly stuff. The, the best part is that I went with Keaton to pick up. He bought a car for $600. It was like a 1980 like wagon it had no roof uh like liner on it so it rain foam down on you barely drove and then he took it to his shop and they're like dude you can't drive this like it was missing an entire like chunk of the frame (laughs) (laughs) but that's what we drove up in to a very nice neighborhood in in, like outskirts of milwaukee and he uh hider and i who was uh his (laughs) door-to-door marketers did he pay you by the way in donuts and subway and he, you went door to door for food? 
we told i was like keaton i'll help you out brother but i'm not going door to door he's like we're not going door to door we're just doing some marketing that <laughs> motherfucker made us go door to door you know what the man sold door. me you're keaton, not gonna give him stuff keaton i know you're listening uh, cheers to you that was a good one you got me art of the deal I, art of the deal art of the deal but Dude. he will he will be the first one to say it and i hope he calls in to back this up Hyder and i were the worst people ever we had been out till four in the morning and keaton kicked my bed that was on the floor at 6 a.m with donuts is like y'all ready we're like no <laughs> oh wait you knocked out a door at 6 a.m and we, we had to drive like 40 minutes or whatever. And then he knew we weren't going to be up. So we started knocking at like 830. Dude, it was early. Anyone, our parents had a rule, which Harley, I'll get back to this color thing in a minute. Uh, our parents had a rule. If you knocked on someone's door before 9 a.m., like we were not like they were not liable to protect you for what happened. Like, yeah. dude, and I get that. Someone rang our yeah. doorbell at like 830 or like eight the other day. And I was like, get out of my life. Like you that What are you doing here? I can't imagine having a kid show up to hang out like, but, a, but a pro college painter, sir, <laughs> sir, this green will protect you from evil spirits. It's definitely not the only color we have left in the van. We promise this is, this is a spiritual protection green. It, it keeps uh, flies out. <laughs> That's the kind of shit you could sell a rich person too. Definitely. Or uh, like just the dumb hippies. Yeah. Yeah. We should start a, a voodoo paint company. Big time. Get rid of your get rid of your voodoo. We could have like rabbis or priests bless some of the paint. Oh, is this holy paint. Paint? mixed in a little holy water. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this, is, this is diluted with holy water, and then this is, is our kosher paint line. And this is <laughs> <laughs> this spent three years with a Buddhist monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, <laughs> God, if this paint could talk, it wouldn't. It's because it's <laughs> first. It's first born, first born <laughs> red. <laughs> <laughs> yes oh boy yeah that is very funny and also a great way to sell pay to people who like wield we, crystals I, and stuff our whole goal was to generate leads by offering like free estimates fat zero yeah naturally not surprising dude they would are you guys driving that bucket of shit at the end of the road <laughs> that'd be like if i asked harley to come help me when he drove his van into my neighborhood i'm like harley park that thing across the street rolling up like <laughs> uncle buck oh man there's, there's 12 of harley's vans on my street a <laughs> hundred in the one mile radius harley harley they could buy the bus. Oh, do you God. imagine if they united? <laughs> the pedophiles unite and buy a bus. They go, what are we doing? Try to capture all these vans. What if we just had a bus? What if we all just get with... It's already an inviting, an inviting vehicle. These things are They're usually to get filled with it. kids. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Harley, I'm not lying to you. I know it would be morally ambiguous, but you could sell the... You could do kind of a union for all the pedos in Matt's neighborhood and sell them the bus. Oh, like, what? I don't you know want that mean? blood money. Whatever, dude. All right. Well, business is business. Harley, someone's gonna sell him a bus. I'm gonna tell you what. It could be you, or it's gonna be someone else. We'll it ain't gonna be me. Whatever. Whatever. Um. What else? Uh, Nate, Harley, what's going on? Halloween busy for you boys? Uh, yeah. I had a pretty big spook this weekend. Uh, I got a on Instagram. Uh, my favorite brewery announced they were closing down. No. Yeah. So that was that was bad. And then like, I, we watched. Yeah, Did we're it? good. Oh, damn. So we went on Sunday, supported them. And then um, I watched a bunch of scary movies this week. 
Mm. And none of them were that good. We did The Ring, The Exorcist, and... Hey, there's only one ring that scares me. Am I right? <laughs> fellas? Come on. Come on, fellas. Come on. Sorry, Nate. <laughs> you watch The Ring. What else do you watch? Uh, Halloween and The Exorcist. Those are kind of Halloween's me. good, but the rest Halloween, of yeah, good. Halloween's good. Exorcist is meh. The Conjuring, the Conjuring put me in a in a in a bit of a pretzel. I did not expect to feel myself in mm. as far as scary goes. Really? Same with Paranormal Activity One. The low budget making of that film and like the time it came out, it just came out at the perfect like 2009. Mm. There hadn't been a good scary movie in a while, and like cameras were like becoming a very big like everybody owned a camera or a phone camera or something. Yeah. And them using basically that quality of footage to film a terrifying, scary movie, dude. Paranormal Activity One right now could give me the heebie-jeebies. It could give me the hey, Lucy, did you hear that? That could it could give me some of those. I would take a break from edibles if I watched that movie right now. That's a big Halloween wreck for the people. Right. I'm gonna do a bunch of edibles and watch The Conjuring. I think you should. You I go. think you should do Paranormal Activity one and then The Conjuring. Conjuring's. Well, like, I've, I've seen Paranormal Activity one. I haven't seen The Conjuring, so I'd rather. Oh, you haven't seen The Conjuring? Oh, no. brother, dude, it's kind of nuts. It's. I, little... I have never watched scary movies up until about six days ago. Dude, so. I remember I went in high school and was trying to be cool. Like I was not a scary movie. I was senior year, and I went like I think it was like Fritz, and they were like, "Come on!" Like they got a bunch of, like the girls who were all like liked to come with us. And I remember sitting there just like fucking flexing my flexing my chest the whole movie, just trying to. And I'd go, huh! like when you want to get scared, and you just <laughs> oh, a gr- a grin and bear it so hard because I didn't want to get caught for being a baby. <laughs> you get out of the the and movie then, theater seat and your handprints are still like in the kinda, couch. And then they dropped me off in my house. I was home alone, and I remember and I, like our house not routinely great about locking the doors back in the day. Like it was a fucking come. It was very laissez faire about coming in and out of the house. Garage door was almost always open, even if there was no cars in the driveway. And they dropped me off, and I remember just like kind of waving to the car and just staying outside for a minute, like. Yeah, so <laughs> just like not not wanting to go inside. And, I'm gonna go into this dark house now. Oh man! And then are, you know how your brain can be like funny, where you're laying in bed and then you see the shadow man walking up the stairs. Like your brain like can't adjust light, so it like definitely looks like someone's coming up your stairs, and you and you hear that creak of the stair, and you're like, was that a foot stair or a, like a heat kicking in like thing? And you get in that mode. Conjuring and uh, Paranormal Activity both did that to me, pretty badly. Yeah. Um, so definitely watch those. Sorry for your brewery. Sorry about your brewery. It's all right. They had the best pizza in the Valley. Speaking of breweries that aren't closed, Tuesday Catch was proudly sponsored by Barrel 41 Brewing, <laughs> a very alive and well brewer, brewing company in Nina, Wisconsin at 1132 South Commercial Street. And they offer a discount. If you go in and say the Tuesday Ketchup sent you, you get a dollar off your first beer. And you should go in and do that. Because if 250 people do that, and they are keeping track, <laughs> not just us, they're keeping track. Um we get to uh, we get to dress Kyle up in a gimp costume and put him <laughs> behind me on a chain for an episode of the Tuesday Catch Up. It's gonna be sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he's my. And then if we get three hundred, he's mine to do with whatever I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what put I'm gonna him do? In the back of that bus. I'm gonna I'm gonna put him in that bus <laughs> and I'm gonna drive him over to the guy who's been sending me voice messages. And I'm gonna sell him to him. <laughs> gotta, I said, if you if you stop sending messages to me, you jerking off. I will give you this boy. <laughs> he's Sell you this boy for a very reasonable price. Oh, Two McTriples. No, I'll sell you for a reasonable price of stopping sending audio messages of jerking off to me. Please, you can have him. A McDouble would be nice. A McTriple uh, would be it would be nice. The cherry Harley. on top. Harley. Uh, had a bonfire this weekend. That was good. Love a good fall bonfire. 
did not do too much Halloweening. I may or may not dress up for work on Halloween. I haven't decided Ooh. yet. Uh, that'd be kind of awkward to teach in costume, though. I think that would be kind of fun. I'm do the dick in the box. Not costume. awkward at all. It's funny as hell. I mean, it could be funny. I got. I just got to find a costume. Did you Normally, say dick in a box costume. Dick in a, dick in a box. Yeah. <laughs> just be a that'd super be, inappropriate that'd be stellar. costume. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be all about Halloween. Somebody texted me this week. They're like, "Remember? Uh, it, I think it was my senior year of college. You brought a whole." like bin of dusty old costumes to the college yes. house just yes, so I everyone did. had a costume i had i had a cowboy in there banana caveman Dude. suit i used to have everything i threw that box out finally when we moved this summer <laughs> i opened it up there was three quarters of about 12 costumes you could have been <laughs> austin powers from the waist up a cowboy from the waist down mario without the overalls <laughs> it was it was everything or like mario with one hand it was a uh, it was a real hodgepodge so i said it's time to start fresh and i threw it out but in the time dude when you're in a pinch and you just kind of get into like crunch mode you just you'll wear whatever you know mm -hmm. um this isn't really a wine or a shine but i want to hear your guys thoughts on this new uh trick-or-treating trend um so in these rural communities where door-to-door -door is not really a thing or because the houses have miles in between not it's kind of like the oshkosh problem where it's miles in between houses sure. with pedophiles or sure. without pedophiles yeah, yeah they yeah, do yeah. the trunk or treat and you actually have to register your car and then they park the cars in a big circle you decorate your trunk and fill it with candy and the kids only have to walk in a circle now my mm. hesitation with this is part of the fun of halloween is you get oh. you get out these little chunkers get their steps in going door to door. <laughs> sure. The trunk or treat takes away the exercise component, yeah. but it does uh, reduce some of the, the risk of all the, the scary houses. And it makes oh. it so you can hit more than okay. like five houses. I would love a statistical analysis of how many kids are actually getting diddled on Halloween. I would, I like, or, or just dude, got, it's just the like biggest naked. night of the year of parents being actually around their kids playing outside you know it's way more likely to be diddled when you let your three kids just run around on like a wednesday at seven o'clock at night you know like an innocuous day halloween everybody's out and the parents are like taking pictures every eight seconds like and you only go to the house with porch lights on so this trunk or treat shit is really just because the parents are lazy and they don't want to get those are the chunkers who don't want to get their steps in dude they're like oh Agreed. you mean i just have to put a streamer over our suburban trunk and sit there with a glass of cider with a little bit of booze in it that's a pretty easy deal for me as a parent. And then they're just like little pigs in a corral, just running in circles. And I'm just <laughs> hanging out. That's sick. I get it for the parents, but part of trick or treat was getting like the one cool dad who let everybody sit in the pickup bed and driving neighborhood to neighborhood and going to the rich neighborhoods where you don't get to go very often and fucking raiding that thing. That's yeah, trick or treat, yeah. baby. Well, make yeah. sure you get your blue buckets so that you can still go trick or treating. I'm going to be in costume tomorrow hitting all the trunk or treats. What the hell is Blue Bucket? Blue Bucket's for like mute kids. Yeah, exactly. They can't ask questions if you have a mute Blue Bucket. You just go around and you collect candy. A little adult hack. <laughs> the four of us with Blue Buckets. <laughs> it's just, you just, no, you just it's gritty just away from the house after you empty the bucket. <laughs> Honestly... No. We, we should wear trench coats and pretend to be two <laughs> two kids stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. Matt and I are the bases. You guys can be the tops, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll do that. And then dad, no, no, dad can we, be our chaperone. No, we have all it. four of us in oh, trench coats. Yeah. And like we draw on us because we're like two kids in a trench coat size. How do we? How do we? How do we do that visually? We we'll put, figure it out. We, we put, put googly, googly eyes on our guts. 
and then you have like one button, so just a couple of the eyes are poking through the bottom of the trench coat. <laughs> Matt. Genius. Matt, that's fucking genius, dude. I, I'm dude, two kids I, in a trench I get coat. I paid the big bucks for making it. I'm an ideas man. I don't fulfill it though. <laughs> well, to be fair, it was Nate's idea, but you executed it perfectly. Harley and I, I are just I just, I just, that's why I'm not even the ideas guy. I just take something that someone else did, make it a little bit. I I, I just it's not even better. You're, an optimizer. You're, an, You're optimizer, an optimizer. You're an optimizer. I hate that word, dude. Lean. I'm a lean. <laughs> that uh, word makes me crawl in my skin. Um, let me say this. I uh, I went as the Grinch, and boy, did I! I didn't just steal Christmas. I stole the show. All right, that's what I did. That's a joke. I'm thanks, boys. Fuck you, you dickheads. <laughs> I actually have a whine about your costume. Why? Because it was so funny and original. It wasn't original at all. I went as the Grinch and I liked it. Lucy went as Martha May. Tried to get her to go as Cindy Lou. She wasn't into the whole Grinch yeah, kissing a fair. Grinch kissing a child. Thematically funny for the episode, not funny in general. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I will say this, boys: character costumes. I will always recommend that for anybody. I think that goes at any age. I think at this age at twenty eight, it's fun because I don't get out much. So when I do get out, I get a little anxious. When you're in a character costume. Let it all out, baby. Let your hair down. Have some fun, right? And then in college, when you're all concerned about just like getting some, character costumes allow you to be somebody you're not, which is like, you know, you're not a weird guy. Like you're a fun person. Like I had a friend reach out. He's like, I don't know. I'm just not going to dress up, but I'm really hoping I like go home with the chick tonight. I'm like, dude, do a character <laughs> costume. I'm like, well, you fucking, well, you're going to be a square for Halloween. I was like, go, go be something funny and pretend to be that. Go be funny. And uh, I, that's my, I think character costumes are so sick. That's, that was my like stance after the night. I loved it. Do you want me to preemptively Wait, say my no. wine? No, but I do want to say this. I've got some video footage of me in the drive-thru at McDonald's as the Grinch. That was killing me. We were like, I was like messing with the guy, and he starts singing to me. The manager at McDonald's just goes, "You're a mean one," and I just like <laughs> put my head out the window and I put my head on my hands and he's singing. And then right after he gives us food, I go, "Hey, is your ice cream machine running?" And he kind of called me out, and he goes, uh, "It's not running, but it's working." And I just look at him straight in the face. And I go, "Well, you better go catch it." <laughs> she just drove off as fast as I could. He stole the joke, and I still stole it back from him. I was you like, should... I, I awkwardly stared at him during the pause, and was just like, "I'm not letting him have this." Like he you... definitely knew what I was going to do, but you should have like gone totally AWOL and just gone, "Well, Santa's not real." <laughs> I just kept telling people Merry Christmas, and then when they say thanks, I go not. <laughs> I'd run <laughs> off down the street. I'd do the Sasquatch walk, <laughs> and then every intersection I did, I would prance across it like he does when he's in the post office. I was just, I was just man on the street and pretty hard. And uh, we went to a bar in Appleton that's only Christmas themed, and I walked in, and the first thing I go is yuck. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> On the way out, so I was coming in. I went, "It's Christmas, Steve. You don't want to go in there." <laughs> just like on it. That's funny. Uh, they had a green. Got to get a big, get a big knapsack and like take people's things through the Dude, night. That and steal all done. their props. The bar had a special called the Grinch. I was just gonna go. I'll have what I'm having. <laughs> just point with my little felt finger, but didn't want to commit because I wanted a diet coke. Because you know, it is what it is. Anyways, why don't we do a? Speaking of segments, why don't we do one? Huh? What do you think, Nate? It is time Edit. to mine or shine. It's uh, it's the segment that stole a good time. What'd you say, Harley? The people's segment. The people's segment. <laughs> People. I get messages in my inbox all week long. <laughs> I get messages in my inbox all the time, going more of that, more of that wine or shine thing, more of that formal version of what you do for the first thirty minutes. Could you do that? Could you, <laughs> could you put some more walls around conversation for us? 
segments are for losers. Shut up. <laughs> Why not shine the segment everybody loves? Uh, I'm going to go real quick here. I'm going to shine. Boys, I played 12 hours of rock band this weekend, and uh, so it, it was transcendent. We set it up in such a way that we had the lights off and the instruments facing the TV in like a dome setting like this with the drums slightly back. He had Dolby uh, surround sound in the room, so it sounded like you were in it. Turned it up way loud. He's got his own house now, so we could turn it up as loud as we wanted. And I'm telling you, we had a two-man crew the first night, and the second night we had all four instruments going, bass, yeah. guitar, drums, singing. It. We did uh, Testify by Rage Against the Machine for like our finale. It was like 2 in the morning, and we're just... And I was on the kit, and I just went... This must be what being a rock star feels like. It like totally tricked <laughs> tricked my high brain into believing that I was in fact a rock star, and I loved it. We did, dude. At one point, I I said I, I turned back to him. I go, I'm gonna give you just a haunting performance on creep. <laughs> I said, give me the guitar and the microphone. I'm doing both, and I did. And I I put my entire bagussy into singing creep. Like when it hits that that crescendo, I went. I had to do it for him. It's a uh, we need to have a Tuesday catch up rock band night. I guess is what I'm I saying. have to. I've been trying to buy it ever since we talked a long time ago, and yeah. it is expansive. Yeah. But I heard that Activision is teasing bringing back Guitar Hero. So I am thinking yeah, about investing for PS4 because I still have my PS4. I'm thinking of investing in all of the pieces, even though it's going to be like 250 bucks. I think I'm going to do it and set up the basement as a as this because we can just go nuts down here. That'd be, that'd I mean, be yeah, dude, we played. I had a show Thursday night at a stuffy golf club for all white, rich whites, be like the most expensive golf club in Madison. I did stand up in front of them. This is the pig slop I had to go out there. And the minute the show ended at 9.30, we started playing at 10. We did not stop playing till 2.30. I got up for work at 8, did that, did a show that night, got back at 10. We played till 2.30 again. <laughs> like, it was 2.30 in the morning, and my That's eyes started to blur right. the lines, and I was just like, whatever, man, we're on tour. And we were like, like our our uh, band names, we'd let it auto-generate. We were uh, we were Dan and the Subs. That's fucking... <laughs> like, it, it, there was no Dan in our crew. We were just Dan and the Submissives. That was it. <laughs> Did you guys edit all, all your characters? Yeah, I was a I was a big black guy named Tim. He had white hair and he was tall. He was a tall. He was a short, fat black guy named Tim. And he was on the kit. And then we had a uh, we had Keith and Skizax. Those were some other notable notable characters. We had to go with the you know the classics. And Gretch Gretch was our bassist. Real real tall broad. Literally, that sounds like the best weekend ever. It could not be beat. I brought my own like. We were we had all these kind of things planned. We didn't touch them. We even played some songs during the day. We both got on our lunch meetings on Friday, and I went, "Want to go rip a quick set, quick warm up set?" Found out I'm horrible at drums sober, <laughs> but you put an edible in me and a couple hits from the water pipe, and suddenly I'm in my fucking bag, dude. I at one point <laughs> I was just I was so into it. I kind of obnoxiously I kept going. I would introduce us during instrumental breakdowns. I go, "Thank you, that's Keith on guitar, <laughs> and we are Dan and the Subs." I was like bringing us in and out of concerts. It was very stupid, but I think that's what you need to do. You got to commit. God, rock band is so fun. There's no reason for it. There's no reason it should be that fun. Like. It's a it's listening to music you've already heard. It's karaoke with a spin on it. Ah, it's the best. Yeah, it's fantastic. Anyways, let's pass it on. Harley, you're up. I just have one quick shine for the fellows today. Uh, today I am shining the the all reliable chore shortcuts. Uh, first and foremost is the laundry chair. 
you got shirts that need hangers. You already folded your, your underwear, your t-shirts, your socks are bundled up, but you really don't want to put the, put the shirts on the hangers. You hang them over the back of the chair in your room. Yes. That That's the only service that that's the only uh, purpose of that chair. And it, it does its job wonderfully. Chore cuts could be a little manual, like a downloadable book we release once a quarter with like the the hacked version. It would be through trial and error of like, what did we do that didn't piss our ladies off? That didn't wasn't the full chore. Like our Tupperware cabinet is a fucking mess right now, but the door shuts and that's all that matters. That's a chore cut, you know, like stack all of them and then throw the lids in a pile. As long as the big containers like Russian doll up, you're good and then leave that- everything else out. I will say that the Tupperware cabinet has been as close as I've been to a Chevy Chase uh, full on like Christmas vacation meltdown. Yeah. When the Tupperware avalanche happened. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, holy shit. And it just keeps coming. And then you're sitting on, you're sitting pretzel legged on the ground covered in Tupperware you didn't know you had. Hallelujah. Merry Christmas. There's like a takeout container. And you're like, why is this in here? Like, what did we, I can't believe we went to Noodles and Company. We got an extra box and we thought, fuck it, let's wash it. Like, let's just keep this. Oh, dude, that's so funny. (laughs) Chore cuts could be another chore cut. cut Chore cut, all all the shit in your car, you just pile it into one seat. It only is taking up one seat. You didn't. You just shuffled yeah. things around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the slide. Cut. The slide's a shortcut for sure. Garage. The slide to the sides is a shortcut. Rather than throw anything out, just like mm-hmm. pff, if both cars can mm-hmm. fit, it's like just doing things good enough. You know, for me, the be- the bedroom's an easy one for me, where I just like I like roll everything up, or I like just do big baskets and slide them off to the side. There's so many little tiny ones throughout the day you don't really notice. You know, but um, Nate. Wine or shine? I'm going to wine. I'm going to wine. I've almost been hit by other drivers <laughs> like twice in the last month. <laughs> and I think what they look like. Certain, not going to answer that, <laughs> but I'll tell you what they're driving. I think anybody driving a Nissan Altima <laughs> needs to go <laughs> to jail. <laughs> I think Chum drives on. I certainly do. 2013 Nissan Almanac. Now, let me let me ask. Did these... Nissan Almanac. Nissan Almanac. Nissan Almanac. Nissan Anemone. Nissan Anemone. Now, Nate, did these Nissan Altimas, were they were they the kind of Nissan Altima where they're like a cream colored where all the wheels are black, though? Were they like definitely on their second pair of wheels or rims? They Both of them had at least one dent. <laughs> had a donut, I bet. Multiple scratches and maybe a donut. I don't know. But but I swear, anytime I see something asinine on the road, like somebody flying like a hundred down the, the shoulder, or like somebody with a, a their bump front bumper duct taped all the way up to their windshield, it is a Nissan Altima. Nate, you still haven't told us what these drivers look like. Not gonna answer that. <laughs> Fat and white, or are they or is Other. it oh yeah, no, I mean, they're I skinny get, and white. They're skinny and white. No, Nissan Altimas are the go kart of cars. They're big, and you, but they drive like they're small. So you think you have all this room, which is why I've hit things twice with my car. 
The Nissan Altima is one of the most deceptively hard to drive cars on the market. People don't know. Don't people don't realize this? You guys with your fucking sports cars, your fucking stick shifts. Try driving the boat, dude. Try driving the Nissan Altima. Try pulling that into a parking spot. It feels like you're driving a suburban. We we should drive a, a 1999 Oldsmobile Delta 88. I just had a whole mouthful, and that was a that literally had the suspension of a yacht. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and you guys put it through so much stress by having a subwoofer in the fucking trunk, like idiot. Dude, that thing that thing handled like a goddamn dream. Dude, I remember the first time I got in the Oldsmobile, the bench seat in the back, and I buckled my seatbelt. You put on you put on like an indie rock song, and the bass shook the mirror so much you couldn't see out of it. I said, "What is the point?" There, I that there wasn't a lot of point besides it took a really uncool car and made it slightly less uncool also it was kind of nice it was vintage were you guys ever uh i don't know like i mean some of you were like shotgun riders though like for people when they drive in high school i was a big like you guys would pick me up at my house and i'd lay in the back seat and fall asleep no matter what car picked me up i just look at like dude i remember nate whenever you were matt would pick me up in the oldsmobile i'd fall asleep immediately like i remember one time we drove across to like a play it again sports to find lacrosse equipment in that 11 minute drive i laid my feet up and i fell asleep in the back and i was like whatever Fritz would pick me up. I'd get in his car, immediately fall asleep in the back if I wasn't in shotgun. I think I have a bad habit of if I'm not fully engaged in what's going on, I just go to sleep completely. <laughs> like, if you three started talking right now, I could knock out. I could fall asleep and just listen to you. <laughs> Your just shuts stuff. off. Yeah, it's over. Oh, that's so funny. Um, yeah, Nissan Ultimate Driver. Sorry about that, Nate. That's uh, that's me and my kind. Worst. Uh, what else you got? Or was that it? That was it for today. The duct tape is an interesting move. Follow it, Ultima's be wildin' on Instagram. They do be. <laughs> they, they do be wildin'. Ultima. Instagram. People don't like them, and uh, who else do they not like? There's like another There's like another stereotypical, like, it's not another Nissan, but it's close. I don't know. There's other cars people don't like, but Ultima's do get a lot of that fucking heat. Anything Nissan mm. really does get a lot of, mm. a lot of pop on the online. Uh, Matt, what do you got for us? Guys, I got two wines. I'm unsure about the second one, but I'll let you guys decide. My first one, though, chum, is directed at you. Uh oh. Um, no, it's actually not bad. I, it's a it's a Halloween wine, and it is about the mask. As an adult going out to the bars, it is hard to commit in a mask. Okay. And I saw a lot of videos of you. You did a good job, but going to the bars in a mask is tough. Can 100% agree with that, Matt. I was one of few who was able to like, stay in the pocket most of the time, and I did have to take some oxygen breaks and rip a mouth mm-hmm. hole in at some mm-hmm. points. I'm a firm believer if you do the character costume, you stay as character. Like, come borderline passing out, that needs to stay on as long as it physically can. Like, I took it off a couple times when things started getting a little wavy, but that was it. That was it. Did you sip through a straw or what did you do yes. to peel back? I you did a straw and then I would only do bottled drinks like it's sticking through the mouth hole. And oh, that's it. so which, you really committed. Yeah. yeah, which looked fucking hilarious, by the way, because the Grinch eats glass in the movie. So I was thinking about like, I thought how funny would it have been if I bought a sugar glass bottle that looked like a <laughs> real one and just like, like drank a little bit of water out of it and then crunched down on it as committing to the bit just to <laughs> fuck with everybody. But that's next year's plan or I'll do it. At, I'll, I'll wear the Grinch out somewhere else. But yeah, committing as a mask is rough i mean tomato boy luke wore a wore a uh tigger onesie and he even was like fuck this he didn't even have a mask and he's like i'm so hot because every bar is like a million degrees on Halloween. <laughs> yeah dude i i just i never was a mask guy it uh it, partially due to the smell definitely the smell 
Dude, that's mm-hmm. a market we could get into is Halloween costumes that aren't made of fucking latex that don't that don't feel like you're <laughs> sucking in. There's nothing worse than getting your own bad breath back at you, but with a latex overscent too. Like it's it's horrible. Yeah, I, that there is a business idea there somewhere. It's hot and wet. Yeah, no, we need a new Halloween Halloween mask company that doesn't masks that don't stink. Dot com. I think that's we should call the, it uh, HalloweenSpirit.com. Mm. hey am i wrong did 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 spirit halloween really i don't know if this is a meme i don't know if you guys saw this it was a viral video spirit halloween made a 9-11 costume it's like for an adult and two adults and a kid (laughs) it's two towers and a plane costume for the kid i cannot tell if someone just like printed that and then went to went to spirit halloween and filmed it but like the video is shot outside of spirit halloween oh yeah that had to be a plant that's so funny if it's true though can you imagine being like fuck it like we're going down anyway if you got twins, you do a, a building seven in the stroller. <laughs> and it's our baby <laughs> Pentagon here. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even really see that baby. No we do, we, video we should go as jet fuel and steel beams. It's our Pentagon baby. Oh, Harley, we should go as we should go as uh, uh, jet fuel and steel beams next year. I love Just it. Me and you, do a it. dual costume. Can't do it can't melt us lucy can I'm be just, fire i'm just i'm just intact steel beams i'll yeah. i'll be i'll be george w bush and nate will be barbara boys i think we got uh, a costume I'll be, I'll be the security agent who whispers in your ear the second tower just hit oh yeah that's carrying around a children's book and a soft expression <laughs> on his face i'm just like this in my ear oh boy sir sir <laughs> matt we need you to be pouty george bush for Halloween <laughs> next year. say no more now watch this drive <laughs> now watch this drive we will not allow ads of terrorism to go unpunished now watch this drive fuck dude that's a <laughs> someone said harley with you said this george bush throwing out the first pitch in a game while another war in the middle east breaks out is he the antichrist like is, is george bush maybe the actual antichrist it was so fucking funny oh we're living it good. sounds like something i would send i don't remember that particular <laughs> I'll, I'll find it, send it to you. it's literally a picture of george bush throwing in a sold out playoff baseball stadium as like bombs are dropping in the middle east and it's like is george bush actually the devil is that maybe actually a thing i mean maybe yeah. hey we don't know uh what else you got matt you said you had double one yeah yeah i got another one i i don't know if this is a wine or not i haven't decided yet uh because I, I could be swayed but i came across the most most i just list most, the most, the most nathan Freely on amazon the other day and i was searching for a like a doorstop like when you put in your sliding door to stop intruders because i have a swinging door that i want my dogs sure. to not go through sometimes when i'm gone and i come across this um door wedge that goes under your door but it has an alarm on it so if it like trips the top it goes off and i was like oh that's interesting not what i need and so i'm scrolling through the pictures though and then i start it gets pretty interesting (laughs) it 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 first you know says shows it by the door then it has like the alarm image on it you know with the noise coming out then it has an image of an intruder in there being scared away by the noise and i'm like okay and then the next image is a lady with holding the thing, pulling it out of her purse, defending, like fending off a, a um, like mugger on the streets. She has the doorstop in her purse as a weapon. It's like, like a fighting thing. No, 
It is a literal <laughs> door jam. You put it underneath your door. It looks like a slice of cheese. Wait, and so like, but like, but it makes a loud noise. Yes, it has an alarm so, in it. So, so someone's trying to mug her, and she just goes. Ah! He it's pulls like, out her like... door jam that has a. <laughs> and I was like, that is advertising right there. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is so funny. I'll see if I can find it and and show you guys. Dude. But it just reminded me of the Nathan for you when he tried to make the fire alarm a musical instrument, and it was the same thing with the door jam as a personal weapon. <laughs> Just she wanted into a secondary use. Yeah. yeah, it's like why have a rape whistle when you could have a door stopper? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in both, in, in both cases, there's an intruder. Am I right? Hello? Uh, yeah, Thank yeah. You. So you know, do anytime you, you open the door, it just goes rape. Right. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. door jam keeps acting. <laughs> keeps telling me the wrong thing. Alert. Are you gonna do? You, do any of you guys have a door jam? Door? I'm stuck. Yeah, I have, I have one of my front doors. Help me, door jam! I'm stuck inside. <laughs> oh, anytime somebody like a motion sensor, anytime anybody walks through the door, it just says a rapist has entered the room. <laughs> That'll scare away a robber. Matt, do you have a ring doorbell? Uh, yeah, I have two. Oh, whoa! Humble brag. Mogul. I mean, I get it. You got to cover your back door when you live near 109 pedadors. 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 Matt's outside with a red flag. Like, like, I'm a pedador. (laughs) He's got just a picture of a kid and he's using it like a bull matador. (laughs) Harley, I thought you'd like that. That's fucking funny, dude. He's got a picture of a young kid. He's just like holding it like a flag. All the pedophiles are charging at it. He just goes, ah, and then puts him in a cage and then shuts the door. He's a pedador. (laughs) Real hijinks. Well, that's how we get him onto the bus. That'd be so. Ooh. Yeah, dude. I can't believe you guys didn't want to ride with me on that. That was a we get it. We get so a one way door and, and a little picture of a kid on it. They run at the kid. Boom. You just said what I said. Back to me. Makes sense. That's what I said. It was to be so funny. Whatever. I hate you. I. Hate, I, I know. I, I'm telling you. I'm with it now. Matt, mate, you guys aren't in with this. This this Tom and Jerry level skit to catch the pedos. <laughs> I, honestly, I'll be. I, I was trying to find that picture. There's a lot of these door jammers. I, I'll, it'll, it's a later thing. Door jammers um, sounds like the name of a porno. Yeah, yeah, it does. Could be. Nate, what are you looking at? You looking at door jam pictures? Yeah. What's going on here, boys? We see. I've, I, the Stewies left the chat for a second, completely devoid. Or, of, uh, we, we, anytime somebody up. mentions door stoppers, we just go blank. We, yeah. Both, yeah, dude, it feels like you both got put in a trance door, for a second. Door stoppers is is we got uh, hypnotized as kids one time, and that yeah, was our. <laughs> you both just go. <laughs> what year is it? What year is it? Yeah. You just got activated by the deep state. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go. Yeah, that's your Manchurian <laughs> candidate word. Door jam. <laughs> help me, help me, door jam. I'm stuck. <laughs> it's, it's pupils get huge. <laughs> I karate chop my desk in half. <laughs> Oh man! Matt, you know what works just as good as an alarm door jam? Hmm. A block of wood. That's, Dude, they, like this it a little too complicated. This dog gets through everything. I need like one of those poles that like clip, like goes into your door. And uh, I right now I have um, a like wooden crate that I use to like hold their toys. It's like a little one of those old like drink boxes or whatever. Um, and then I have one of our kitchen stools on the ground sideways so that 
it's all wedged up against the cabinet so you can't open it dude you're being held hostage the life you live yeah. cuz i i learned he pushes he pushes it so it swings back and then he shoves his nose in there and then opens it up so, i mean they that's the golden retriever is doing that no it's the other one that's deeks yeah the man of the man of the hour man, the man is an escape artiste we're uh we're eyeing up getting a dog fellas we're kind of looking at it again looking at the golden retriever flow do you, you know? get a get one of the rescues like we did get on the wait list i don't want a rescue doggy no it's it's a rescue golden retriever it's like a it's like a are thing. they babies that's where we got deuce Oh, well, then maybe we will. It's been on mine. It's on the mind, but I also just like, man, I don't know if I have the, I don't know if I have the heart to train a dog right now, especially in the cold weather. You know what it's I mean? It's a lot. It's a lot. That dog's going to end up shitting in the house purely by my own laziness because I stay up late too. So that dog is like from the hours of like nine to midnight, that dog and I are going to have to be like, like cooling out. And that's going to kind of annoy me. You know, puppies, puppies are pretty good. Like they sleep a lot, but yeah. it's the like, six to a year where like you just feel bad like not giving them enough attention you know because they just want to fucking play well the problem is i'm going to be home so i will be giving them attention that's <laughs> gonna, i'm gonna like getting fired because i live i work from home Dude, no joke you're gonna be you're gonna be homies with that dog he's i know which is gonna be a problem get on stink yeah and then and then whenever i leave for the weekend he's just gonna be a terror to lucy he's gonna be like oh sorry i shit on the floor again only do it when he's gone and yeah. then i'm gonna and you know what i mean and then we're both gonna be in the doghouse mm -hmm. when we go home. here's your fucking dog that's what i can already i can hear here's your, take your fucking get your fucking dog back <laughs> harley's been there he gets it where's harley's dog all dogs go to montana and uh, all episodes go to SoundCloud, which is where you can find this one. Let's do some final thoughts around the table. Um, Matt, you're up. Guys, don't say doorstop around me. I will lose my literal shit. I, the brain functionality will stop. If you're driving a Nissan Altima, say hi to Chum because he's also driving one. And uh, you know what? We'll see you next week. Nate, final thoughts. <gasps> What's up, shitheads? This is Nate from Nathan Nation. <laughs> Have you ever put on underwear right out of the dryer? Don't, because it feels like you pissed your pants. I'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Harley, final thoughts. <laughs> it's a tough act to follow. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you see a Nissan Altima, be on high alert. It doesn't matter what the driver looks like. Uh, you just got to be careful, duct tape or not. Um, other things, you know, embrace the, embrace your character, whatever you decide to dress up as for Halloween. Um, and if you do it in a circle of decked out suburbans, just know that you've got a bunch of chunky, lazy parents that don't want to follow their kids around to houses. I love that. Trunk or treat is lame. That's my final thoughts. My other final thoughts, join the Patreon. We were talking, uh, you know. We're talking some crazy voicemails I've been getting via the Facebook. We're, we've talked a lot of different stuff. You don't want to miss out on that. And um, this has been the Tuesday Catch-Up, and you're all caught up. One, two, three. Hello, tomato people. Sorry we had a little bit of a shorter episode today. Uh, here's a little clip from the Patreon talking about David Goggins as a coach on The Biggest Loser. Join the Patreon. They got a bonus 40-minute episode this week, and um, – We'll be back with a full hour next week. Okay, bye.
No, I'm just my body is so efficient that I don't have so much poop. I just I run at peak efficiency. Hmm. Less use, less input, less all, output. I use all my nutrients. Harley, was that a dad quote? <laughs> Dude, no. Nate, our dad would love to go. That was a bad joke. <laughs> yeah, my dad, my dad, whenever I try to lose weight, he calls me. He just goes, less in, less on. That's the rules. <laughs> I said, Dad, you know there's proven science that says if you don't eat enough, you won't lose weight. And he's like, less in, less on. And then he'll hang up, and that'll he's, be that. He's more right than, than McTriples will help you lose weight. <laughs> Yeah, I I agree. That's not even that's not even trying to drag you, Hayden. He's he's more right than like the in depth nutritional science of like yeah, if you're running a deficit, your body might start to hang on to more. Like you have to be pretty starved for that to happen. But I'm withering. Yeah, dude, look at everybody who does that like first week of The Biggest Loser. (laughs) Have you you ever watched that? They lose like forty pounds in one in like five. Yeah, but those those dude, Biggest Loser is was such a gross show it was like fucking hauntingly bad that apparently do you hear like behind the scenes they were like would make them sit on the treadmill for like nine hours a day like they would like they do like a show where it's like get him jessica and like she'd be like pushing a sled but apparently like between then and the next film of the episode like depending on whose team you were like tony would be like get on that fucking treadmill and don't get off till your feet bleed and they would literally have to do it that's it's that's so fucking funny to me like the underbelly of what is actually happening. Teaching about mentality. hard work. Yeah, hard work. Who's going to hold the boats? Dude, Goggins. Can you imagine Goggins on The Biggest Loser? I think that would have been so funny. I think that would, he like is a they guest should, They coach. should run it back with Goggins and a couple of the bros. Dude, they should have <laughs> yeah. Goggins versus one of those like holistic like it's a journey, not a change. Like that, like one of them, like Goggins versus, versus her. And who and Goggins who versus somebody who preaches intuitive eating. Goggins versus a macros coach, dude. Goggins, Goggins versus Goggins versus an Instagram <laughs> lifestyle coach, and just see what happens after. Like it's a three month show, dude. I might pitch this. That's so mm-hmm. fucking funny. <laughs> who go carry the boat? Like they all like psychos by the end, but like <laughs> <laughs> they all they all run ultra marathons after four weeks. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be a smoke jumper. <laughs> the other one's like. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna moderate my portions at Thanksgiving. Shut up, pussy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Who's gonna hold the boats? Who go hold the boats? Oh, I love that. I think that would be so good as like a fitness Do TV a, show. Write into a like a Goggins type podcast and see if they think four poops a day is healthy. Yeah, I bet I bet Goggins takes maybe three a week. I bet Goggins shits like four times a day. No way. Hundred percent, dude. Former fat guy. His, going his, no, his, his body peak, probably works at even higher efficiency than mine and Harley's. Even at peak athleticism, never. when I like lost all my weight and was running much, I shit so much. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I just had a flashback. I'm like, I don't really remember pooping all that much at work. <laughs> Maybe twice. Shit. Maybe I have treated my body a little rough lately. I had a moment the other day where I went, I just ate fast food. I batted the cycle where you do three fast food meals in a day. And oh. like, oh my god, your body hurts so bad the next day. You're like, you like feel weak. I went to do a push up and I was like, oh, like my, like my <laughs> it was insane. I like, I craved something else. I drink a, I get, I drink a glass of warm tea and I almost shit my pants. <laughs> oh, something with zero calories going into my body. It doesn't burn. Yeah, no, I was. That's a. Hurry boy, it's waiting there for you